Contrary to the usual depictions, this version of La Llorona is good and simply lonely and claims to have had 20 kids, holy shit, <laughs> who had all grown up in laughter, implying that she suffers from empty nest syndrome. Which, again, I mean, it's a kid's cartoon, so yeah. I, you know, can't really talk about how she fucking murdered these kids out of, like, Get, spite. I had 20 kids. Had. <laughs> you want to play? <laughs> That's awesome. Hello everyone, welcome to the Allied Rebels podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Roxy. And I'm Dee. Hi Dee, how's it going? It's going amazing. How about yourself? I'm doing fabulous. <laughs> Love the little, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get some oomph in there. Hold on, ask me again, ask me again. Oh, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ask me again, ask me again. How are you doing today? Splendiferous. Hell yeah. Same energy, right? We're vibing here. We're vibing. <laughs> <laughs> So today's episode, it's going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about La Llorona. Woo! Also, (laughs) (laughs) it was scary. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) Me gusta. (laughs) Uh, But first, what's new with you, Dee? Okay, so um, recent obsession is playing Dead by Daylight with custom games because we like to play different versions of it. We do a, like a hide and seek. We do a last man standing. We do, you know, just regular versions and it's super fun except for like when we first started playing it because I was playing it with my godsons and my brother and my brother-in-law. I was the target. I swear to God, I was a target. <laughs> they always got me first. I'm like, it's because you know I'm better than all of you. Exactly. You got to take the <laughs> strongest one out first. Makes sense. Um, but my youngest godson that was playing with me, he's scary good at the <laughs> killer. Yeah. Holy God. That little dude. But he's got like hundreds of hours into... Um, he plays as... I forget what it's called, but it's the Scream Killer. Ghostface. Ghostface. Yeah. But it's, it's not called that. Is it just the Scream? Anyway, um, so we made like a little deal. He can't be Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> he can be it every once in a while. Otherwise, he's OP. Yeah. He gets everybody <laughs> like that. Scary. Anyway, on to lighter news. Um, <laughs> I am huge into Dreamlight Valley again. I have completed so many quests now and I figured out how to stop the glitches. I had to reset my time on my switch and make it ahead of time and then I can switch it back and now it's not glitching anymore. It's not oh, shutting down anymore. Weird, but that's cool. It worked. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Pokemon Scarlet a little bit more. Oh, nice. Yes. And then I'm reading some terribly written borderline porn books you know <laughs> romance books aka romance books yeah. <laughs> um yeah that's that's about my life uh, nice how about you roxy what you been up to 
Um, so just recently watched the extended versions of Lord of the Rings, the whole trilogy. It's just so crazy how like I was never into them when they came out yep. until recently because my boyfriend loves them, but they're just so good. Mm -hmm. I was telling him, I'm like, you know what? I get why they're so popular and like why they're highly acclaimed. Like they're literally probably top 10 of movie masterpieces yeah. to me. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people agree though, because they're just so well made. Oh yeah. Um, these are some movies that I never showed you because I was like, eh, I don't know how much you'd actually enjoy it. And now I'm like, dang, I should have had her watch that with me. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. No, yeah. They're so well made and everyone is such a great actor. Like mm -hmm. there's literally not a single soul in that movie that cannot act. Like everyone was just so great. Yeah. So. And then we watched Renfield in theaters just this last week. Um, it's definitely one people can skip unless you really, really <laughs> like Nicolas Cage and you have to see it. But it was like it had its moments and there's parts that were funny. But overall, you definitely have to suspend all belief, though. Obviously, it's about Dracula. So come on right off yeah. the bat. Don't go in with high <laughs> expectations. Um, you but mean it's not realistic? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was all right. It's a good popcorn flick, I guess. Um, That's good. And then I did play Animal Crossing yesterday. I've been wanting to for a long time. I keep telling myself I'm going to do it. I literally picked up my Switch and dusted it off and charged the battery because I forgot I like unplugged it for some reason. Um, I'm like, I really want to work on my pier again because I wanted to do like this yeah. boardwalk pier. And I'm like, I want to do it. So I started working on that and I got online and researched some more stuff, like uh -huh. some more um, patterns and stuff for the floors because I wasn't happy with what I had. So anyway, hopefully I can update some more next time, but I really want to play it again more. You so. make me want to play it again. I know, right? Dang. I know. I forgot like how much, like how customizable it really is. Uh -huh. I was showing my boyfriend some stuff and he's like, you can do that. And then I'm like, you can. It just yeah. takes a lot of work. It does. But you can customize a lot of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. So I just appreciate people that do it. Like huge shout out to all the people that take the time and create all that cool stuff on there because it's really cool. Yeah. All right, moving on to today's topic, La Llorona. <laughs> so La Llorona, or in English, the weeping woman, is a frightening mythical vengeful spirit who is set to roam near bodies of water mourning her children whom she drowned. Her story is repeated to children throughout Latin America with numerous versions circulating throughout Mexico and the American Southwest. Um, totally... I grew up with this. Um, there's a lot of stories in my family in Mexico that had not actual encounters, but they've heard her. Mm -hmm. So this shit, like, I always believed in it. I always like, yep, I don't want to fuck with that. Um, no, thanks. <laughs> I believe it was your family that introduced me to the tale of her because, you know, that's not really that widely known. I'm like, oh, so kind of like um, a, not a siren, a uh, banshee. And it's like, kind of, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's just scary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, in a typical version of the legend, a beautiful woman named Maria marries a rich ranchero to whom she bears two children. One day, Maria sees her husband with another woman, and in a fit of blind rage, she drowns their children in a river, which she immediately regrets. Unable to save them and consumed by guilt, she drowns herself as well, but is unable to enter the afterlife forced to be in purgatory and roam this earth until she finds her children. I wonder why you can't get into heaven, huh? Yeah, it's so crazy. It's, it's so like weird. If you commit murder. Right. <laughs> 
She should have gotten a straight ticket down to hell for that. Yeah, but it's also kind of torturous to have to walk the earth forever to look for kids that you killed and you'll never find. <laughs> and I was telling you that God's trolling her because the kids are in heaven. <laughs> she right. ain't ever going to find them. <laughs> in another version of the story, her children are illegitimate and she drowns them so their father cannot take them away to be raised by his new wife. Some recurring themes to the myth of La Llorona include a white wet dress and wailing and there's association with water always too because of mm -hmm. where she killed her children. That um, makes sense. Yep. Like I've heard different variations too where it was like her wedding night or something mm -hmm. like that. Her wedding day. <laughs> Who gets married at night? <laughs> but yeah, she was... Uh, In the winter. Maybe. But yeah, she was wearing like her white wedding dress and then... um. So yeah. She was in love with this guy and he didn't want her with her kids. So she killed them to be with him. And then she went to him and he was like, yeah, you know what? what? I changed my mind. He said, nah, I'm good. Fam. And then she's like, I fucked up. Mm -hmm. And then she went to look for her kids and save them. But I mean, they were already dead. So yeah. like, what doing lady? <laughs> See, I heard one that was kind of like that, but she like abandoned her kids by the river and then she discovered their drowned bodies. Mm, yeah, see, there's a lot of different yeah. ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, so she typically appears as a malevolent spirit, either a harbinger or a direct cause of misfortune to the living. Sometimes she takes the form of a dangerous siren, tempting a solitary male at night by confronting him as a pitiful, woebegone figure hidden under her shawl. Um, I definitely heard this one, too, where, mm -hmm. like, they're asking for help, you know, they're alone. And mm -hmm. so that's how they tempt some people to help her out. You should guys, you know, and they think you like, ooh, they're going to have fun time with this person. Uh -huh. I'm like, mm. bro, you wrong. <laughs> uh -huh. When offered assistance, she'll reveal herself as like a skeleton. There's even accounts of a wild metallic horse's head or no face at all. Um, I've always heard she's covered in a veil and you'll mm -hmm. just see like her makeup stained face mm -hmm. from all the crying that she does. Or, um... Her face is like bloated from being in the river. Mm. Um, and then the, basically her flesh is falling from her face because she's wandering around so long. Yeah, those like. Yeah, mm -hmm. different variations. Mm, scary. <laughs> Sometimes she's observed simply roaming about at a distance. Or most typically she is heard weeping and shrieking throughout the night. Um, one thing that like I never heard of growing up. But you were telling me about this and then we heard some stuff whilst mm -hmm. we were watching videos was that if you hear her really loud, she's far away. But if you hear her really quietly, that means she's like right next to you. Yeah, she's practically whispering in your ear. That's fucking but it's, crazy. But it still sounds like someone screaming and wailing. <sighs> but she terrifying. is. Yeah, it's creepy as hell. Man. I know. This is one of those things that you really have to go and find a video and listen to those whales because oh. just some of this stuff, like, I don't know. There's just something about those videos that I legit think are real. The guttural like, cry oh, and yeah. scream and literal wailing is just. Yeah, that oh. only a person that murdered her kids could do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not trying to justify it at all, but, you know, there's like. The temporary insanity thing. Should she be damned for all eternal hell for killing her kids? Yes. But like, you know, mm -hmm. it's not like she plotted this out in most of the cases, you know? Yeah. Most of them. There's some of them where she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want me anymore. Well, guess what? 
yeah so like eh. yeah mm-hmm. uh, they just get to me dude those whales seriously it almost makes you feel a little guilty for her just some of the cries do and so you really want to go help her then you like remember oh nah uh-uh we're good yeah i'm not nope not touching that with a 10-foot pole because if i did then it sounded like she would <laughs> don't like it don't do that. <laughs> so there's um like we were saying a lot of different variations um origins and lore in mexico the earliest documentation of la llorona is traced back to 1550 in mexico city there are some theories about her story being connected to specific aztec mythological creation stories one of them is the hungry woman and this entails a wailing woman constantly crying for food Honey, is that me? Right. <laughs> Same. Uh, which has been compared to La Llorona's signature nocturnal wailing for her children. So because of the motherly nature of La Llorona's tragedy, she has been compared to Chihuacotl, an Aztec goddess deity of motherhood. And she's also been compared to Cuatlicue, an Aztec goddess known as Our Lady Mother, According to one legend, she was heard weeping for her Aztec children on the eve of the Spanish conquest. Some also identify her as the damned ghost of a poor woman from Ciudad Juarez who stabbed her children and disposed of them in the Rio Grande in order to win the affection of a wealthy man. See, now that's the type of story that I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, she definitely deserves it. Exactly. And that's the one I always heard too. Like Mm -hmm. I've heard, like I said, different reasons, but it was kind of like to win somebody's affection. Mm -hmm. Like, girl, you're wrong for that. Mm -hmm. Um, According to another legend, La Llorona is actually La Malinche, who was the crucial interpreter and lover of Hernán Cortés, who is this famous Spanish conquistador. After the fall of the Aztec capital and having born Cortés's first son, La Malinche was replaced by Cortez's first wife and hastily married one of his Spanish companions. So basically, a lot of people think that it's probably the same person. Their stories kind of are similar. Um, but yeah, they reappear frequently in Mexican pop culture. It's like super well known. Uh, I remember hearing about that too when I was younger, but kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I, I did not hear about that one. But, you know, considering how many different variations we have looked up and seen and watched videos on it makes sense you know Mm -hmm. in the southwestern united states the story of la llorona is told to scare children into behaving and staying away from bodies of water which if i heard that story i would not be going anywhere near a body of water (laughs) as a child even during the daylight like "Mm -mm, she's gonna get me no we ain't even going to the beach we're not risking this (laughs) Mm -mm. too risky too risky The story tells of her cry, which is heard as she walks around the streets near bodies of water. In Shumash mythology, indigenous to Southern California, La Llorona is linked to the Nunasis, a mythological creature with a cry similar to that of a newborn baby. Which, oh, I saw this one video a couple of weeks ago. Uh, This couple in Southwest United States were both speaking Spanish, which... I wish I could remember what video I saw so you could see it too. This guy was like repairing his house and as he was repairing it, things kept happening. And in his basement, every night they would hear a baby desperately crying. And then he was in his basement one night trying to repair something. 
and all of a sudden everything just fell down in his way to get upstairs and the baby started crying and then started talking uh-uh it's like we done help me uh i'm hurt and like just this creepy kid voice uh. and the baby cry it was like oh hell no oh my gosh uh-uh no so yeah that's what reminded me of that oh my gosh dude this so really quick that reminds me of this story i always heard um where my grandparents live you know it's like this mexican ranch mm-hmm. out there and um, it was dark out it was late at night and there was this one person that saw out their window this baby like a little baby and he was mm-hmm. dressed and everything it's not like he was naked but he was dressed and he was just sitting on the floor just like a baby sit you know all mm-hmm. cute and but it was he was crying and crying and they're like obviously like what the fuck like what the hell's going on and like they went out there and as they were getting near him um the baby was facing away from him and he turned around and straight up the baby talked to him like a grown man he's like what the hell are you looking at like what are you looking at yeah yeah i just always was freaked out about that because they're like saying it was like a demon or something like that yeah (laughs) i've got chills (laughs) they're multiplying (laughs) you better shape up (laughs) because i need a (laughs) co-host oh god yeah no seriously that i know that one does get me too i i got goosebumps on my cheeks okay (laughs) uh in guatemala according to local legend in guatemala city lived a woman who had an affair with a lover she became pregnant and gave birth to a child named juan de la cruz who she drowned so her husband wouldn't know The woman was condemned in the afterlife to search for her murdered son in every place where there was a pool of water. So this bitch could literally look in a puddle of water or could be like looking in a puddle of water for her child. Yeah. No bodies of water. Literally just a pool of water. Damn. Mm hmm. She does that by crying out for him. Hence the moniker of the wailing woman. It is the terrifying cry of... Oh, my children. Or. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Why get? We're good, fam. We're good. We're good. All right. All right. Uh, Shake it out. (laughs) I think that's why I started doing the La Llorona because it was like (laughs) cheerful. (laughs) La Llorona. Because people on TikTok will say sometimes say La Rona. And so it's like my Sharona. So I start doing La Llorona every time I start looking up stuff because it made me feel better. Uh, Not that scared. (laughs) Additionally, one detail is that a person who hears the cry from afar means that the ghost is nearby. Someone unlucky enough to face the specter is won over in the afterlife never to be seen again that's a fancy way of saying you got fucked <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh uh in venezuela the tale of la llorona is set in venezuelan llanos during the colon colonial wow colonial period la llorona is said to be the spirit of a woman who died of sorrow after her children were killed either by herself or by her family 
Families traditionally place wooden crosses above their doors to ward off such spirits. Okay, but first of all, can we just get it straight? Who was it? Herself or her family? We can't have like, oh, maybe, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I get I, it, though. I will say, though, it makes sense either way. Because if mm -hmm. your family was like, no, your children are ill-gotten, or, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, out of wedlock, they mm -hmm. don't deserve to be alive, which ha yeah, happened. Yeah, that does happen, yeah. Um unfortunately i could see it happening you know yeah, like same, yeah. i would i if that happened to me i would definitely be that ghost except for i wouldn't be wailing looking at i'd be haunting the fuck out of my family uh yeah yeah no for real i mean not haunting i'd be probably poltergeist yeah <laughs> boo bitch <laughs> in eastern europe the modern rusaka is a type of water spirit in slavic mythology they come to be after a woman drowns due to suicide or murder, especially if they had an unwanted pregnancy. They must stay in this world for a period of time. So basically, if it's suicide, I could see how they have to stay there. But if they are murdered, they're punished? Seriously? Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it's that reasoning that you were saying that, like, they're looking for their dead baby or true. something like that. But either way, people would be crazy. People would be wilding. Maybe it's unwanted pregnancy on the male behalf and they murdered her because of her being pregnant. Maybe that's so. Yeah. Theories. Mm hmm. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> Not enough. But yeah. <laughs> So, like we were saying, it's very popular in pop culture. For example, in movies, there's actually quite a bit of movies that I didn't really know a lot of these. Um, for example, the first movie that came out was in 1933. It was just called simply La Llorona, and it was filmed in Mexico. There was also another one in 1960, also by the same name, also shot in Mexico. Then in 1963, there was another one called The Curse of the Crying Woman. In the early 2000s, we saw a bunch of low-budget movies based on La Llorona. One of them was called The River, The Legend of La Llorona. Then there was Revenge of La Llorona. I'm guessing that's part two. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And then there was The Whaler, La Llorona. Um, I'd be kind of curious to see these. They're probably right. really shitty, but mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just something like about it. I just want to see them. In 2007... La Llorona is the primary antagonist in the movie Joko. In 2008, Mexican horror film Kilometer 31 is inspired by the legend of La Llorona. In 2011, in Mexican animated film La Leyenda de La Llorona, where she is portrayed as a more sympathetic character whose children died in an accident rather than by the hands of their own mother. Right. Yes. <laughs> In 2017 Pixar film Coco La Llorona is a Mexican folk song popularized in 1941 by Andres Henestrosa. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy. Yeah. Is sung by Mama Milda and Ernesto de la Cruz. I like that movie. I love that, that movie. Yeah, I like it when they sang that part too. That was fun. I will say the first time I watched it, I was like, eh, it's okay. But then again, I watched it while I was watching kids. So, like, I didn't really watch it. It was like those times, you know, where like you have to get up and do things for the kids. So, you're, so not, you're really, not really watching yeah. it. Yeah. So, I finally watched it. I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was fun. Yeah. Um, in 2019, Guatemalan film 
La Llorona, which screened in the Contemporary World Cinema section in Toronto International Film Festival. Fancy. Um, Yes, and I did hear good things about that one. Oh, interesting, um, interesting. You know, out of like all the ones that we've talked about so far, that's the only one that besides obviously Coco that I've heard about. Mm-hmm. And then again in 2019, James Wan produced a film called The Curse of La Llorona. That's the other one I've seen. I mean, obviously I've seen Coco, but um, I saw that one and... I feel like I gave it a lot of backlash when I saw it in theaters. Um, you know, is it the best movie ever? No. No. But there was parts that I definitely jumped, you know, jump scares and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to like it. I think that's the problem with it. Because I, like, I really like this uh, legend, this, you know. What's the name of that? Like, um, Urban Legend. Yeah, it's yes. basically an Urban Legend. Oh, yeah. Um, And so I really, really wanted to like it. But, yeah. It I, could have been better, but it also could have been way worse. Yeah. And there's also been some things in theater. In 1995, Mexican playwright Josefina Lopez wrote Unconquered Spirits, which she uses the myth of La Llorona as a plot device. In literature, in 2002, Nancy Farmer's science fiction novel, The House of the Scorpion, includes references to La Llorona. And then in television, La Llorona is the main antagonist in the pilot episode of the TV series Supernatural. Mm -hmm. They called her the Lady in White. I love that episode. It's so great. It was such a great pilot. I was going to say, that's probably one of the best TV pilots that I have ever seen. Mm -hmm. I agree. Seriously. Oh, so good. Just makes (laughs) me want to watch Supernatural all over again. Um, She's also the antagonist in a second season episode of the TV series, Grimm, which I've heard about the show, but I've never seen it. I watched the first couple of episodes it was when I was in a really bad depression state, so nothing was good. I Aww. think I need to watch it again in a better mindset. Yeah, better mindset. Aw. Yeah. Um, it sounds interesting. Yeah. It's right up my alley. And he's hot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also appears in the Cartoon Network show Victor and Valentino. Um, which I never heard about the show, but I looked it up and I was like, Oh, I feel like I would have totally liked the show. Oh yeah. Um, in the episode named The Lonely Haunts Three, La Llorona, uh, contrary to the usual depictions, this version of La Llorona is good and simply lonely and claims to have had twenty kids, holy shit, <laughs> who had all grown up and left her, implying that she suffers from empty nest syndrome. Which again, I mean it's a kid's cartoon, so yeah. I you know, can't really talk about how she fucking murdered these kids out of like Get, spite. I had twenty kids. Had. <laughs> you wanna play? <laughs> That's awesome. Um she also appears in the TV series Riverdale in their episode chapter ninety seven Ghost Stories. Which in this episode, the characters discuss ghost stories about people related to them or in the town. And La Llorona is one of them. She haunts Sweetwater River and she also manages to possess one of the characters and takes someone's unborn child away. Which, I mean, it checks out. That's her (laughs) MO. That's so sad. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, But yeah, that's one of the things that growing up, they Uh always said, as we kind of mentioned earlier, that if you were bad or if you were naughty, she was going to come take you away because she wanted children. She was in the search of kids. So that's why you had to go to bed at night before La Llorona came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you better not be out because she was going to snatch you. Mm-hmm. None of those tomfooleries and shenanigans yeah. going on after dark. Mm-hmm. They're also going to be call her mommy. <laughs> oh, brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> not that way, girl. <laughs> 
so an encounter story that we found online posted by you, Darth Gatorman, Gatorman. <laughs> yeah, Maine. Cause he's cool. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, he said back when I was a kid growing up in South Texas, about 10 years old or so, I spent the night at my grandma's house every weekend. She lived next to a large canal that would fill with water after a good rainstorm. My cousins and I used to have adventures around the canal as well as my grandma's house. And we loved to sit around on late nights with my youngest aunt, who was only about eight years older than us, and tell stories. That's very, very Latino. Right? (laughs) One particular night, she decided to share the story of La Llorona, or the crying woman. I would not realize until later that this was one of those stories that would have more truth than fiction behind it. My God. <sighs> so nothing spoopy yet. <laughs> uh, the story is about an abused mother of three whose husband was a violent drunk, which is different than what we've heard so far. Mm-hmm. She too lived by a canal. A few nights after a particularly abusive argument with her husband, she managed to sneak her and her children out. You know, instead of saving them and all this stuff, she decided in the light of a full moon down by the canal to drown her children one by one in it from oldest to youngest. After she finished with the last one, upon seeing the look on her youngest child's face, she immediately began to regret her decision so much that she committed suicide. At this point, the story was too scary for me, and I asked my aunt to stop. Dude, like, I understand when you're in an abusive situation, you're not in the right headspace, but I'm yeah. not trying to judge. I mean, I don't know. You're really fucked up if that's your first go to, like, yeah. we just gotta die. We just yeah. all gotta die. I mean, all right. All right, then. But I've never been in that situation, so I can't, like, you know. Yeah. But at the same Still, time. Though. I know it's one of those, but still, but, but, but still, but yeah. yeah. Um, so a couple months had passed since I'd last spent the night at my grandma's house and I had not forgotten about the La Llorona story. So I decided to go over and maybe try to get the rest of the story from my aunt. When I got there, though, I found out she was not going to be home because she was out late and she wouldn't be able to continue the story. I decided to stay the night anyway. It had been raining all day, so the canal was full of rainwater. It also happened to be a full moon night. Coincidence? I think not. (laughs) (laughs) I usually slept on the couch in the living room in front of the house, which was not more than 100 yards from the road that was a T off my grandma's driveway that leads up from the canal to the town. Late that night, I was awakened by something I could only faintly distinguish as sobbing. I laid on the couch with my sheets up under my chin and I looked at the clock nearby. It was three in the morning on the dot. As I lay motionless on the couch, I could hear it clearer and clearer. I could tell that whatever was making the sound was walking along the road coming from the canals towards town. But the closer it got, the more I began to distinguish that this was not a whale type of a cry, but more of what I could describe as a sad type of crying. I say sad because I could honestly feel myself starting to feel compassion for whatever was crying out there. I shit you not. (laughs) (laughs) Like if it was my mother out there, the only reason I was able to resist the urge to go out and try to comfort her right then and there 
was the extreme cold that had fallen across the room all of the sudden. Oh, fuck. Hell no. Hell to the no, no, (laughs) no. I forced myself to close my eyes and think happy thoughts. So after a few minutes, it was gone. I was scared beyond belief. And the more I thought about the feeling of compassion I had felt, the more creeped out I began to feel. I thought of this for what seemed like forever when slowly I began to hear the crying off in the distance. This time it was coming from town and heading toward the canal. It was the same thing as before. The closer it got, the more clearly I could hear it. A few minutes later, I not only heard it, but I felt it as it passed my grandma's house. I was able to muster up enough courage to take a peek out of the front window. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> a dense fog had come over the neighborhood and all I could see was a shadowy figure in a long flowy dress with long raggedy hair walking toward the canal. I could see a bluish light coming from the canal, which was the only reason I could make out the silhouette of this woman. Suffice it to say, I could not force myself to go to sleep, so I stayed awake until dawn. Oh my God, dude. Dude, imagine this as like a little 10-year-old kid seeing mm-hmm. this shit. Oh. I know. I forgot for a second he was only 10. Oh, no. <laughs> the next day, I woke up after apparently dozing off while trying to stay awake the night before. My grandma was cooking breakfast. My aunt had finally arrived after being out all night. I decided I would ask my aunt to tell me the rest of the story of La Llorona. It continues like this. Ever since committing suicide, whenever there's a full moon, just like on the night when the woman killed her children before killing herself, the woman's apparition was said to be haunting the canals of South Texas, cursed by the devil to roam the areas around the canals looking for her children. Upon seeing a child, she was said to transform into a beautiful woman in a flowy white gown. She would gain the child's trust and lead them to the canal in order to get him to jump into the water. She would then pull the child underwater and cause him to drown. Damn, son. Anyway, so this supposedly would have happened to me if I had gone. (laughs) I love the change in tone. (laughs) Uh, If I had gone out that time. Since then, I avoid the canals at night. You should, too. Ah, most definitely. And that's why I don't live near a canal. I learned my lesson. No. (laughs) (laughs) So we're moving because, (laughs) like, imagine if you had a house and you're like, yep, I'm out. Yep. Done. (laughs) Pulling this house for sale. Um, Yeah, I do. No, that's crazy. That's similar to what I heard, too, that she'll appear really beautiful and, like, Mm -hmm. serene and then lead you away, lead you astray, lead Mm -hmm. you, you know. Um, yeah, I fought that shit too. And then when mm. she's got you in the water at the last second, that's when she shifts and pulls you. Oh, oh. <gasps> oh. it's got chills. Yeah. <laughs> so there's another story that was posted by username Della Curls. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. So the story has been told to me by my mom a few times. And every single time I still get that creepy, eerie feeling that someone is watching me. My mom is from a small town in Mexico located in Zacatecas. When she was around 14, she had the habit of waking her mom up to go to the restroom since it was an older home and the restroom was located outside. Seriously, dude, that shit sucks. I would wake my mom up too. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, really quick. When we stayed at my grandma's place, um, my dad eventually built a restroom for her because he's a plumber. 
but when we first went and she didn't have one, we'd have to wake up at night. Oh, that sucked. Mm-hmm. We'll say nothing ever happened creepy like that, but it was still sh- like no pun intended shitty. <laughs> the worst thing that happened to me was uh, when we stayed at campgrounds and had to oh. like that's changed subject. But um, my uncle had a campsite that he rented and the kids weren't allowed to stay in the camper, only the adults and the babies. The kids had to stay in the tents outside, which, you know, that's super smart, right? Right. Anyway, um, and we couldn't wake up the adults to help us walk to the only porta potty that was in the, like, the vicinity. Oh, gross, anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> and literally, it was, like, a quarter of a mile away. What the Yeah, fuck? so we'd have to wake up if we had to go to the bathroom and do that. Usually, we just said, fuck that, and just, like, went into the woods that were around there. Because it was heavily wooded, too, on top of that. Think about it. I could have died. Yeah, I could have been kidnapped. You see, like, Blair Witch vibes, Shit. Too. <laughs> anyway, yeah, go on. La Llorona. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Seriously. Um, okay, so... Like we were saying, <laughs> she had to wake her up to go to the restroom at night since it was an older home and the restroom was outside. My mom tells me that it was around 3 a.m. Uh, first of all, which <laughs> an hour? Come on, people. Come on. Learn to hold your bladder. Seriously. <laughs> build a bladder of steel. Come on. Um, so it was about 3 a.m. when she woke up and felt the need to use the restroom. So she began calling out for her mom. After a while of her mom not responding, she began getting agitated and started screaming okay needy right at this point my mom turns around and at the foot of her bed she sees her mom standing there she was wearing a white robe but had a very bleak expression on her face and both of her arms were extended my mom Mm -hmm. said that she suddenly felt extremely cold and a huge sense of dread absolutely not (laughs) but it's your mommy nope kill the bitch (laughs) kill the bitch look at me like that again let me tell you what (laughs) now She had never seen her mom wear a white robe. That's when she looked down and saw her mom's feet weren't touching the floor. Uh (laughs) What? That's normal. She can levitate. Yeah, I forgot about that. She casts levitation. That's pretty cool. (laughs) At that moment, she screamed and quickly threw the covers over her head. Her mom, wearing something completely different, runs into the room to find my mom shaking in her bed. Nobody believed my mom. Everyone told her it was a dream. Until a few days later, there was a power outage, and my mom and a few of her siblings with her parents all decided to sleep in the living room. At around the same time, at 3 a.m., they heard the same undeniable wails of La Llorona down their street. None of them slept that night. Yeah, dude, that's Uh -uh. crazy. That is an absolutely not situation. Um, It could have been sleep paralysis, but I'm going to go with probably not. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was like a different thing happened. She was just standing there like Mm -hmm. La Llorona was just standing there and there was no wailing that time. But that's still fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. Either way. Either way, somebody's standing at the foot of your bed. Their feet aren't touching the floor. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. not normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Kind of had a similar thing, but it was my, uh, like, sleep paralysis state. It was Tia Mallory standing at the, like, not at the foot of my bed, but I have a dresser that's kind of, like, three feet from my bed. And she's, like, leaning up against it, but she wasn't facing me. And then as soon as I, like, moved a little bit, she, like, turned and smiled at me. 
and started standing up and I picked up whatever was by me and I threw it and it disappeared. And I was like, (sighs) so... She's a witch. Yeah. Just like in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Twitches. But it was so weird. I was like, that out is of fucking all bizarre. the celebrities. Out of anything, really. Of, like anything, anyone. It could have just been like, I don't know, a random like dog or cat or yeah. a flower. Something weird. Like, it had and to it be was, Tia Mari. Like she had this updo hair with this very pretty, vibrant, long, flowy dress on too. Like it was the weirdest Girl, thing you ever. wild it. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's so weird kind of terrifying but it's yeah. almost like when you're out of that you're it's like funny. that's just so random <laughs> yeah um but the funny thing is my sister who sleeps upstairs heard me scream what the fuck do you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah so apparently i, s- I said that <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious oh. so, she thought oh, like somebody fuck. broke in or something that's how loud i yelled it dude that's even scarier too like, yeah you're like mm-hmm. in alert mode oh yeah. my god that is so funny. I can't believe I haven't told you that. I completely I know. like this story like brought it back to my mind. Oh my god. <laughs> um so growing up, you know, back at my grandma's ranch, um her house Meanwhile, was back at the ranch, ranch sitting, sitting on, on the front porch swing with Blanche. Okay, DFC. <laughs> That's a banger right there. Yeah. Um, so her house was the last before you got to the monte, which are like the mountains, the hills and all that stuff. And it goes for miles, like literally miles, mm-hmm. right? So um, they always said that at night, like you'll hear her, La Llorona, she just kind of goes all the way from like the beginning of the town. She comes and she just like just zooms oh. by all the way to the monte, which like there's rivers and stuff down uh-huh. there too. So like that's what they're saying. She's making her way over there. Yeah. But like they'll say like you'll hear her. She's like kind of close to you whispering. Or if you hear her really loud, she's like far away technically. Mm-hmm. But I always heard like you'll hear very quietly, like yeah. the wailing. Yeah, basically like <laughs> like a car, right? You'll just hear it, but it was like a shriek, just ugh. <sighs> and you'd hear it just like zoom all the way out. <sighs> and uh, yeah, kind of when I was younger, I'd be like, yeah, I want to hear it, I want to hear it. But I didn't, you know what I mean? Did, I did, but, but I didn't because yes. I was like, I want to be like, yep, I heard it, and it was. It was fucking terrifying, but like I also didn't want to hear it. But you're like, I want to hear it, right? Crossing we- your fingers <laughs> and winking. Yeah. yeah, I don't ever want to see anything like that. I don't want to hear La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm a okay. Never <laughs> hearing that ever. God, plus, do you hear me? <laughs> I yeah. don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't want to see her. I just, you know, I'll spread her word. so she will haunt others yeah the bad people yeah um yeah and like all the videos couple of videos that we've seen and you hear that Mm -hmm. wail that's it's so weird because that's exactly what i pictured when people would talk about it same um that like yep that's what it sounds like i just it's just fucking wild dude it's fucking wild it's so crazy like um one of the videos that we watched there was uh that guy that was in his room with the the tin roof and the <laughs> it was so so scary i know the camera was just pointed up to the ceiling and yeah it was oh, oh. the the cry was just bone chilling and even if it was fake it was still a good fake like it just yeah uh, i don't know man to me i feel like that was a real one and yeah like you said it might be fake but i just feel like holy shit like that was terrifying 
if somebody can cry like that on command, they need to. They need act. an Oscar right there, yeah. right then and there, man. But yeah, no, that was so scary because like the person just kept the phone like staring up at the ceiling, like he didn't move it, and his lights were on and everything. And I remember I pointed out like, oh, he's got baby Jesus up there, he's good. <laughs> like they had a little altar set up with um, Mary and Joseph, and then the baby Jesus in there, and. Um, it was just, I don't know, that made it scarier because like you right. think of like even something holy can't protect you or something like that. That's so scary. Well, maybe it could. And that's why yes. it sounded so loud. It couldn't get close enough. Exactly. He is protected. You're right. Yep. You're right. But I just always think like that would be terrifying if something holy couldn't even protect you from something. But mm-hmm. I think you're right, though. In that instance, I would say like, yeah, they were protected. But yeah. I don't know. That shit was scary. I don't ever want to wake up at like three in the morning to hear anything like that. No. Uh-uh. Uh, the other one that really, really freaked me out that we watched was those two guys that were at like the gas station. Oh, yeah, and, dude. Oh. Oh. Yeah. They were out in the elements, man. Yeah. They weren't in a car or anything. And they went to go investigate the sound. I know. Like, what are you doing? And the closer they... Did you notice the closer they got to the sound, the quieter it was? So yeah. They were like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, when it started out, it was kind of loud. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, they, they were walking like, what the fuck? They kept saying, what the fuck? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. In Spanish. And they're just like, dude, I'm getting scared. They can tell uh-huh. each other, this is scaring me out. This is freaking me out. And they were walking around and they're like, there's nothing. Like they were trying to see if there was someone around the corner or something. And they're like, there, there's nothing here, dude. I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Mm-mm. So my first La Llorona video that I saw was like an entire neighborhood was out of their houses listening to this like wailing cry that sounded like it was coming from this abandoned building. And even the cops were there and the cops did not want to go inside. Yeah, no fuck that shit. Like, there's a bunch of people recording and I can't find it anywhere. This was like, Mm -hmm. I think the first time I saw the video was like 2016. Mm -hmm. So I was like, damn it. But it was another one that like just straight chills right away. Because even the cops didn't want to go in it. Like, the people who were supposed to serve and protect were like, nah, fuck this shit. Hey, you know what? If you're supernatural, your laws don't pertain to this anyway. So it's like, yeah. You're right. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The first video I ever saw that was something about La Llorona was like, um, well, it was this one that we saw together a little earlier. This couple, they were like driving. There was like a kid in the backseat. You could see it. And like they saw like this white figure and it just looked creepy as fuck. And all of a sudden it started charging at them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one I've seen too where like these people are driving and there's someone like on the right side of them. Um, you can tell like from far away it looks like a woman. And as they're driving, they hear like some wailing and all of a sudden they turn towards them and go, you know, like uh, like uh, a scream uh, right yeah. at them. I'm like, oh, uh. yeah. But either way, I'm like. No, I don't like that. I don't like the videos of like what people are driving out at night. Yeah, I don't know. Is it just something about those videos really freak me out? Yeah. Um. I mean, there's obviously the fake ones out there that you're like, yeah, no, that's clearly fake. Like the one that we saw with the cars going through it at the intersection. Oh, how it yeah. like like that's faded and then now it's like yeah. someone just they're like oh uh-huh. look what i could do with photoshop yeah and like put that out but i mean yeah it's a creepy yeah but yeah. it's like one of those like it's creepy but i know it's fake yeah you know whereas like there was somewhere i'm like i don't know but it still fucking freaked me out yeah whether it's real or not that was terrifying mm-hmm. and that in itself is terrifying to like not know if something's real or not but mm-hmm. like uh yeah bless her soul <laughs> not really 
it depends on what situation we're talking about I guess, here. Yeah, which variation <laughs> of the story we're talking about. All right, so that wraps up this titillating episode. <laughs> you said tit. <laughs> tit. <laughs> it was a blast looking it up, but also terrifying so much so that, you know, I had to do that whole song thing. Right. <laughs> La La Rona. <laughs> we'll, we'll think of words. We'll think of words yeah, that seriously. goes with it. Like... <laughs> so for real, for real, guys, this time our next episode is... Futurama. Woo! Finally. Like, I promise, Pinky promise, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Give me your pinky. <laughs> Let me see your pinky. No. A <laughs> um, <laughs> pinky promise, it's the next episode. Um, but make sure to follow us on our social medias. Listen to us. Listen to us. What was that? Um, you can. Uh, I mean, yeah. You, yeah I mean, you're already listening. Yeah. So you already know. Yeah. You're, <laughs> but... you're already an OG, right? Right? If you're not, welcome. We love you. We love having you here. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I don't know why I'm so awkward in this right now. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, follow us on all of our social medias and out there on Twitter and on almost said Snapchat. No. On TikTok where yeah. Roxy just kills it in the edits of the notifications for the podcast because oh my gosh. Slay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're welcome. All right, D, you ready to head on out? I'm, I might need to stay the night. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Toodaloo, fellow rebels. You're also going to call her mommy. Oh, brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> Not that way, girl. <laughs>